You're listening to the Flip Houses Like a Girl podcast, where we educate, empower, and celebrate everyday women who are facing their fears, juggling family and business, embracing their awesomeness, and wholeheartedly chasing their dream of flipping houses. Each episode delivers honest-to-goodness tools, tips, and strategies you can implement today to get closer to your first or next successful house flip. Here's your spiky-haired, breakfast taco-loving host, house-flipping coach, Debbie DeBeery. Hey, how's it going today? So today's episode is another awesome interview with another awesome flip sister in our coaching program out there doing the thing. And what's so great about this conversation is she's just so honest about how scared she was and how she continues to, as she says, step scared, right? Like you're going to be scared. You've just got to do it scared. And I love that she calls it stepping scared. When I first talked to her, when she first joined, she just It's not that she didn't think she could do it. I think she didn't believe it was possible for her. She didn't understand the how, right? That's the whole point of our program, the how, right? We work that out for you. We show you that. So to know that she started there not believing that it was possible for her, scared, so scared that she was going to get stuck with a property. She talks about that. And to know that she has since then, since joining, she's bought six properties. Okay. Five houses that she has flipped or is in the process of flipping and selling and one fourplex that she's flipping and holding as a rental six properties. She didn't know how it was going to be possible for her. And here she is, stepping scared, showing up, getting uncomfortable, doing the thing. I love this conversation. And there's just so much that you're going to take away from it. And you're going to love her and her spirit and her way of being and doing this. It's really important to her that she does good. I can't wait for you to hear her story. This is Carol's story. She lives in Philadelphia, Mississippi, and she is going to inspire you. And if you've been sitting on the sideline, Hopefully, you're going to finally believe that even if you don't know how, you know it's possible. You think it's possible. Because if you think it's possible, we can show you the how. All right, let's meet Carol. Okay, let's just start by you introducing yourself to us. My name is Carol Newton. I've been married for 15 years. I have two sons. One is 32 and one is 30. I have one grandson. 
I have two business, well, three businesses with my uh, flip business. I have an adult daycare center and a personal care business. Um, I started my home home business in July of 2020 when I left the school system. I retired from the school system as an administrator. And I always wanted to feel. I always wanted to get into real estate. So that was the perfect time to do it because I had a, a lot of time on my hand to study, research, and I came across Debbie's um stream on my Facebook page. And I looked into that and she was saying some of the things that I was thinking. So I said, this is the person that I need to contact. So I contacted Debbie and I enrolled in her in her class. And from then it was just amazing. I felt prepared when I purchased my first property. Um, then that I had not completed the whole course, I was still going through the modules as I was in the process of purchasing my first property. Awesome. Very scared. I stepped yeah. scared. Yeah. Um, so, and here I am um, just trying to do it well, leave it better than I found it. I um, love it. Restoring restoration is is the key. Is my drive making sure that it's it has a total different look, a total different feel. It's not the way I found it. I love that. I love that focus. First one, you were like I hear it. You were so scared. You were so terrified. What made you do it though? I felt that I could do it. Yeah. Um, and I always heard step scared. If yeah. you don't move, you will stay right. You'll be in that same position next year. And David, I've seen you say that time and time again. Just do something. Yes. You know, even if you fail at doing it, you did it. I took on that philosophy. I'm going to do this. I used my retirement money to purchase my first flip, which was a, a foreclosure through hood. It was a four-bedroom, four two-and-a-half bath. Um, I, purchased, I purchased it for $17,500. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> $17,500, a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, brick home, metal roof, two-car oh garage. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So you used your retirement to pay $17,500 for a HUD foreclosure. How much money did you put into that? I put about $30,000 into that property. And was that part of your retirement money as well? Yes. Yes. I used all my retirement money. Okay. And I bet that was scary. Putting your retirement money. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It was very scary. Yeah. Um, but I, I just felt that it was right. I felt, felt that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, so one of my friends, which was a pastor, I knew the type of work that he did. So I got him to renovate the property for me, which, Debbie, you're going to fall out your seat when I tell you how much he charged me to renovate this property. He only charged me $7,500 to renovate this property. Oh my God. Full from painting the outside to 
doing the floor, to doing the inside, the plumbing, the kitchen, everything. That's incredible. So how, what was his timeline? How long did it take him to do that? It took longer than I anticipated. We started in August and he did not complete it until November. All right. So three months for the renovation, 17,500 for the house. We put about $30,000 into the renovation. And what did you sell it for? I sold it for $105,000. So your first flip profit was? It was roughly about $50,000. Wow. A $50,000 first flip profit. That's amazing. Congratulations on a massive profit on your first property. Because you, you were so scared. Right. Like I, so I keep coming back to yes. you. You were just saying you were under, you were under contract on your first property and you were so scared and you have your retirement money in this and you end up making $50,000. That's amazing. I had no idea. Okay. So then you take us through your second property. Okay. My second property, I purchased it. Oh, it's the same amount, Debbie. Seventeen five. What? I put in an offer on the yes. Seventeen five is my magic number. I'm hearing that. My realtor said, "She said, do you realize you're getting all of these properties for seventeen thousand dollars?" I said, <laughs> "Yes." They cannot offer it with seventeen five, and I accept. This is the one I showed you all that the paneling and it was just. Terrible. Purchased that for seventeen five, and I sold it Friday for seventy five thousand. But I offered about twenty thousand on the second. Twenty k profit on your second one. So I know on the first house, the surprises mainly came well when the first, when that contract fell through. That was the big, I think, yes. the biggest challenge on that first flip. What about on the second flip? Were there yes. any challenges or surprises? No. Okay. The, the second was went well. Okay. Went well. Okay. Now the third one. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. This was the biggest property. Now this is where I did not use my uh, retirement. I used my retirement on the first two. Okay. Um, the third one, I had to reach a hard, get a hard money lender. Okay. That's where Kobo came in, which that was my Biggest. Oh my God. When I stepped out, I stepped out. This house was like 4,200 square feet, five bedrooms, three full baths. Wow. Wow. Um, they wanted 90 some thousand dollars for the property. I put in the offer of 88,000, which they accepted it. The ARV on the property was $222,000. Needless did I know of all the unforeseen issues with this house, but needless to say, when we finished the property, it was amazing. It I was bet. so beautiful. I bet. And I think I posted the, the kitchen. In, oh, in yeah. The, um, I do remember that. Way over budget. I went, <laughs> we went way over budget. Roughly about twenty thousand okay. over budget, and also I had to fire my um, subcontractor. 
Okay. In the beginning, I had to fire him. So I got with my contract and he was able to recommend someone else that was able to come in and stay within that budget that we had submitted for approval. Okay. So how much was your renovation budget on that one? It was 60,000. Okay. Now, what was going on with the subcontractor that you ended up firing him? Well, the thing was, I had, keep in mind, I had, when I say I was moving so fast, I was moving so fast. I had um, my third property and my fourth property. He was a subcontractor for both of those properties. And he was just not showing me the work the quality work that I needed to see. So he really stopped communicating with me. And that was a good thing. So I didn't have to have no legal, uh, go through any legal ratifications or anything like that. So we just, he went his way and I went mine. And I just sent him a letter saying that I no longer need the services. Got it. And it. it worked out fine. Okay, good, good. Okay, so then you bring in a new contract, a new sub, basically, and yes, yes, he finishes it. He does a good job. Yeah, he does. Um, towards the end, we ran into some issues. He completed it to the best of his ability. It's some small things that I thought could have been done better. So I just hired somebody to go in and just clean up everything. It's beautiful. That's the best one of them. Is that your favorite one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And okay. we're scheduled to put it on the market this week. Oh, good. Okay. Awesome. So we'll see some pictures soon. Okay. So that one, your purchase price is 88,000. Your renovation budget is around 60,000. You used hard money yeah. for this one. And yeah. what are you listing it at? Actually, I'm going to list it for 250, but because in that market, that's a growing, that's one of my my areas that you told us to pinpoint. Yeah. Good for you for watching it. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're watching the market, if you're watching the data, you know where where the values are and and you got to trust yourself. That's awesome. Wow. That's going to be a a good profit. Yes. Okay. So that's the third property. Now take us to the fourth property. Fourth property was a Tax lien property that I purchased. I paid about $13,000 for it. That property was a three bedroom, one bath. We were adding an extra bathroom in that to push the value up. We're in the process of doing that right now. We're 75% complete with that project. The painters are in there painting now. My timeline is we, we, we're putting the third one on the market this week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully by the time we get a contract on that one, we'll be putting the fourth one on the market. That's amazing. What is your renovation budget for this fourth project? The fourth one was at 62, I believe. Okay. okay so that's property number four. Yes. Now tell us about property number five. Okay, property number five was the property that I showed you out that was fair to the bone. It was already gutted. The previous investor bailed yes. on it? Okay. Yes. yes. And are all your properties near where you live? No. Okay. I'm having to travel. I'm oh. traveling 
others is like two hours. Where do you live? I live in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Okay. So you're traveling up to two hours to get to these different areas. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So property number five, tell me about it. I'm about, you said I'm going to fall out of my chair. I've already fallen out four times. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's fall out uh, again. Which we're still in the renovation. <laughs> we're still going through the renovations on that property, but I pay $10,000 for a four bedroom, two bath home. Okay, so ten thousand dollars, and this like all of these are just MLS listings. You're just finding things on the MLS, yes. and you're making offer things. And guess what happens yes. when you make offers? Yes. Eventually, you get deals. Okay, yes. so ten thousand yes. dollars. What's your renovation budget on this? This one's roughly about sixty-five thousand dollars. It seems to be kind of your your sweet spot. Six yes. Uh-huh. Yes, I stay within that. I've never gone above that number. Yeah, that feels um, good to you. It has done well for me. Yep. Yep. Um, it appraised for one hundred and forty thousand dollars. All right. So you're going to list it for around one forty when it's done. Yes. Okay. Yes. You kind of know what you're doing with this real estate investing business. What does your husband think about all this? <laughs> oh, he's just. He's he's right there with me. He's right there with me. Um, awesome. He's he's very supportive. Good. My children. I'm trying to get my oldest son into it. He has seen what can happen. So the third, he has kind of come along with me to help me oversee it when I'm not there, uh, because he's seen he he has seen the transformation. Yes. Yes. It's becoming a family business. Didn't think I could do it, Debbie. Um, but when I started doing it, it just, I'm still learning now. I'm not an expert by all means, but I'm taking, I'm learning something from each property and I'm using it on the next property, correcting it so I won't make the same mistakes. Yes. That learning. It's what I love about this because it you are constantly learning something new on each project. Each project is different. And it's one of my favorite things about this is the learning because there's never a dull moment and there's always room for more, for more learning and more growth. Okay. So that's amazing. All right. So around 140 is going to be your ARV on that one. Where are you in the process of that renovation? Now, that one is moving really, really slow. I used my contractor from the first one. He has a full-time job. And it's taking longer to get that project completed, which I'm I'm willing to work with him. We are about 80% complete because he's having to do the custom cabinets, build the cabinets. So we're working on finishing up the cabinets. And once he completes the cabinets, he will be complete. So not too far away. No, we're not too far away. So it's like September and October are going to, you're going to have like three properties hitting the market. Yes. And okay. How, how many have we talked We've talked about five. I closed on the last one Friday, which is a quadplex. Are you holding on to that one as a rental? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes, I'm awesome. holding this one. Good. I'm happy to hear that. 
And tell yes. me about that one. Are you having to do some repairs to it or tell me about what you're doing with that? Just a, a lot of cosmetics. Okay. Um, not a whole lot of uh, um, renovating, um, just a lot of painting, upgrading, um, changing my layout because the duplex is one, one, one bedroom, one bath, and it was a centralized living area where I'm going to split that down the middle and make it two bedrooms. That's smart. Yeah. And there'll be two bedrooms, one bath. That's smart. That's real smart. Okay. What's the purchase price on that fourplex? Um, it was $50,000, but the sellers paid $2,500 towards my closing costs. Nice. So really 47.5. Yes, 47.5. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. is this located? Actually, it's down the street from my fourth property. Okay. When did you find this on the MLS? Yes. Uh-huh. Are there tenants in there now that you have to work no. around to do the upgrades? Okay. No. Oh, good. It's a lot easier to update, of course, when there right. aren't people in it. And then what do you think you're going to be able to get for the rental income on those units? Well, um, we did the rental research for that area. A two-bedroom run roughly about $750. You're going to be getting about $3,000 a month? Yes. On a property you paid $47,500 for? Yes. Wow. (laughs) How much money are you putting into the renovation? Uh, My number, $60,000. For that one, how are you financing that one? You're doing a hard money loan and then you're going to refinance it. You're going to pull out some cash. Yes. Awesome. Carol, I mean, just wow. I am so, I'm not surprised. I am just so like inspired going out and doing like you're doing it all like, and you're doing it scared. Like that's, you have to do it that way. It's the only way to do it. If people are waiting to not feel scared before they act, they're never going to act. That fear is, is there. We're always like, our brains are trying to protect ourselves, right? So it's always going to be, oh, you're missing something. Oh, you better not do that. Oh, you're going to screw it up. Oh, what do you, oh, lose money, right? That's always there. Yes. Oh my gosh. Six properties in a year. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. And I'm so happy for your family. And I love that your family is involved and you're trying to get your, your kids more involved. Like this is possible. This is possible. And you can have control of your time. You can be your own boss and you can do good in the communities. Right. And make a difference and make, um, the transformation of that, my favorite property. Yeah. The transformation is just amazing. Yeah. You know, just bringing it, bringing the life back to a property where it has been abused and neglected and, and all it needs is some time and money. Yep. And it will spring forth like new, you know? Yeah. So that's what keeps me going. Debbie, is the fact that I can make a difference. Um, Even with the first property, 
Um, one thing that I learned from the first property, I sold it, I put it on the market for $105,000. I know what I'm praised for almost $200,000. But I wanted, I don't want to be about the money, mm-hmm. but I want to make money. Absolutely. I don't want the money to be the most important thing, but I want to, I want to, don't want to think, well, I don't want to make money because I do. Right. Um, well, and you have so, to. In, in order right. to continue doing good, you have to make money or else yes. you can't continue to do this sustainably, right? You can't do it yes. for free. Every property that I've sold, the buyers have said, you have done an amazing job with these houses, with this house. Because, you know, as a buyer, you're searching from house to house, looking here and there. Make sure that I provide a house that I would want to live in. Absolutely. I don't believe in throwing anything together, hiding anything, paying over anything. If it needs to be repaired or replaced, I believe in doing that. Exactly. And that's uh, that's how we change the landscape of house flipping, right? We continue to do good. We focus on serving sellers, serving buyers, serving communities, and we show up like that. And that's like, uh, that's everything. That is why you are seeing the success that you are seeing is because that's the focus. The money can't be the focus. Yes, we have to make it right. in order to continue doing this, but it can't be the focus because once money right. becomes the focus, we make decisions only based on that rather than Who's going to live in this home? Who's going to call this home? Yeah. Right. And one thing I've learned is God, God is the head of my house and he leads me and guides me. First, I want to say that. And I just believe that all the homes that that I am purchasing, I'm getting it prepared for someone that he has ordained to have it. Um, Because I I look at the, the, the second, the First house where the contract fell through. And then the, the, the person behind it, that person paid for it in cash. So right. it wasn't that person's house. Right. I just have to know that every home, that's one reason why I can't just throw anything together. Yeah. It's it's a ministry. I'm being used by God to get his people in good homes and not having to pay high prices. Right. Right. I just believe that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I love that that's, I love that that's what's guiding you. I love that attitude. I love that mission. I'm totally here for it. You're awesome. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to lay it out step by step for us to, you know, the word says, write the vision, make it plain so others who read it can run with it. Yeah. And that's what you've done. You've mm. put the plan out there. It's for us to read it and implement. I mean, you have not left out anything. And no. I thank you. Even, even where we're having to come up with our ARV, you tell us, use this as an example if you don't have your contractor. Yeah. If you want to do a high-end uh, square footage amount, and you yeah. use that, that would give you an estimate on how much to put in your, 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 your budget. And that has helped me. 
Awesome. That has really helped me. So I would say your program, Debbie, does comparing what I pay for your program and what I pay for Pogo, Mm -hmm. it's nothing. So I thank God for you. I thank God the time, the effort that you have put into your having a solid program. Yeah. That means a lot, a solid program. And then the the Facebook feed where you can ask questions that communication. If you get stuck, you're not alone. Yeah. That there's someone else out here that's in the same boat I am that can provide me some information. That says a lot right there, the support that you're providing to us. Yeah. That's more value than, valuable than anything. I am thankful for your kind words. And the support is what I keep saying is the most important piece. So when I, hearing you say that is, is super validating because, yes, we need the steps. It, we need the support. We need community. We've got to stop doing things on our own and making ourselves more you know, secluded, we need to bring people around us who like understand what we're trying to do, share the vision and are able to support us because it's not easy. None of this is easy. It's hard. And there are new hards on each one, you know, and different hards. So thank you for your words. It means a lot to me to, to hear that what I'm trying to do and my my intention is actually coming to fruition and that that's what you're feeling and that's what you're getting. So awesome. Thank it you is. so much. It is good. It is. Um, I, I, I cannot say anything um, concerning your, your program that's lacking. I have not found anything that's lacking in your awesome. program. Awesome. Now I'm going to have to go back and, and read about you know, the rentals. Yeah. So I haven't read that module yet. So I'll have to go back and read that module. Yeah. It's ready for you. Thank you, Carol. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for taking time out of your busy businesses to share your story. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Not only am I completely inspired by your story, but you're going to inspire people that you have no idea. You just have no idea who's going to hear this and think, well, maybe I can do this. Maybe it can look like this, right? Maybe we don't have to be greedy, the typical like greedy investor. Maybe we can do this in a very intentional way, service-based way. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's huge. And Debbie, my biggest Fear, and I don't know if I said this, but I'm just gonna reiterate this. My biggest fear, it almost consumed me that I had this property and no one would buy it. But I just had to say, keep it moving. I just had to keep it moving. Right. And you have different exit strategies, right? Like you have, okay, if something comes up, okay, we can pivot into something else. We're not mm-hmm. just locked into that one thing. That's the yes. beauty of it. That, yes. yes. And I'm, I'm glad you shared that because that's a very common fear that people have. That, oh my gosh, 
What if I get stuck? And what I've learned, baby, just do it. Yes. You're going to make mistakes. We all have made mistakes. You may not profit as much as you wanted to profit, but if you don't profit profit but $5, you still got that experience. Absolutely. And you use whatever mistakes that you made, in, you fix it on the next flip. But just get out there. Just do it. Yes. Just get out there and just do it. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to share this. This has just been such a really wonderful conversation. And thank you again, Carol. Thank you for, thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you for taking the time to share this with me. Just thanks for being you and showing up the way you do. You're an inspiration. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I'll see you in the group. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. Bye-bye. Such a great conversation, Carol. Thank you again for sharing your journey with us, part of your story with us, because I know it will inspire other women. And for those of you who are still sitting on the sideline and not chasing this house flipping dream you have because you're scared and you're waiting to not be scared in order to act. Not being scared isn't a thing. You're going to feel scared. You do it anyway. Just like Carol says, you have to step scared. And just like I say, you're going to feel the fear, but you have to do the thing anyway. All right? You can do this, but you have to take action. One for sure way to not do this is to not take action. If you want all the steps and you want all the things that will actually help you get there, we've helped so many women start a house flipping business that they love. And we can help you too. Yes, we give you all the steps, but we also give you incredible support and community. And it's the magic of what we do. So if you want to see if we might be a good fit to work together, go to herfirstflip.com and schedule a 10-minute intro call with us. All right, feel the fear, do the thing anyway, and go out there, flip houses like a girl, leave people and places better than you find them, and make it a great day. Bye, y'all.